Welcome, everyone, to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine, the show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today's topic is Melbourne, Australia. So everything we talk about today will be fun, mind-blowing facts about Melbourne, Australia. Let's get started. The population of Melbourne, Australia is just over 5 million people. Roasted lamb and meat pies are the most popular foods in the restaurants in Melbourne, Australia. And like I said, Melbourne, Australia, according to World Travelers and according to travel agents, is one of the top foodie destinations in the world. So if you're a foodie, they recommend that you go to Melbourne, Australia, and that's why we're talking about it today. Keep in mind, we'll do fun, mind-blowing facts about Melbourne, Australia at the front of the show. If you're only interested in hearing about the restaurants and the food, uh, fast forward to the end of the show. I give that information in the last part of the show. So let's keep going. In Melbourne, Australia, you can find bars just by roaming the city. There's a vast variety of awesome alcohol and food. Melbourne, Australia was originally founded in 1835, and the original name for Melbourne, Australia, now check this out, the original name for Melbourne, Australia was Batmania. That's a real thing. It has nothing to do with the, hip, uh, the superhero. The guy who founded Melbourne, Australia was a guy named John Batman. And he wanted to name the city after himself. So it was originally called Batmania. Uh, the superhero wasn't even, uh, Batman wasn't even thought of at the time. So he originally named it after himself in 1837. And then the governor of Melbourne, Australia, decided to change the name. The weather. Now here's something you gotta, uh, you got to pay attention to. Because this affects everybody traveling to Melbourne, Australia. The weather in Melbourne, Australia is very moody. And there are people that say you can experience four seasons in just one day. So they, you can go from needing just to wear a t-shirt in the morning. Then in the afternoon you might need a raincoat. And then you might have to go to a winter coat by 4 o'clock. So this is important for anybody planning to go to Melbourne, Australia. The weather uh, in one day, you can experience four seasons. And that is uh, what I learned from a lot of travelers who have traveled there. So the weather changes very quickly throughout the day. So you can wake up, you'll need a t-shirt. In the middle of the afternoon, you'll need a raincoat. And then by the end of the day, you're going to need a winter coat. Now, here's something interesting. The major streets in Melbourne, Australia, are 99 feet wide. And that is because the original designer made it that way so that a 16-course carriage could do a U-turn. <laughs> now, I'm going to talk about this now because I have this written for later in the show. But the front streets, the main streets in Melbourne are very wide. But they have a lot of back alleyways. And what they did was they 
they've fixed up the back alleyways. So they actually recommend, the, the, the travel agents recommend that people walk the streets of Melbourne, Australia. And you can actually find hidden bars and restaurants down these back alleys. So the front of the restaurants are on a wide open space. But what they did was they fixed up the back alleys. So you can actually discover bars and restaurants that you never knew existed just by walking through the alleys. So a lot of people say don't walk through a dark alley. In Melbourne, Australia, you want to because they, they fixed all of them up. And you can find a lot of great cafes and stuff and restaurants in the back alleys. The Chinatown in Melbourne, Australia is the oldest Chinatown in the entire southern hemisphere. It was founded during the gold rush when over 40,000 people from China arrived in Melbourne, Australia due to the gold rush, and they created the Chinatown section. Melbourne, Australia is also known as the coffee capital of Australia. There are so many cafes and coffee shops in Melbourne that it is known as the coffee capital of Australia. Coffee became popular after World War II when Italians moved to Melbourne and they started opening coffee shops and cafes. So coffee in Melbourne, Australia is huge. And that was because of the Italian immigrants after World War II. Uh, Coffee is so popular in Melbourne, Australia, that people carry around reusable coffee cups. They're very common uh, to see on the streets. A lot of people have reusable coffee cups. And you will not find your typical names for coffees in Melbourne, Australia. I'm sorry, excuse me. In Melbourne, Australia, they call coffee by different names. Uh, So you're not going to get the typical name that you would in other places in the world for coffee. If you go to certain places in Melbourne, Australia, you're going to see wild penguins. That's right. Wild penguins roam around the streets in certain areas of Melbourne, Australia. St. Paul's Cathedral is the top attraction in Melbourne, Australia. And if you visit it, you'll notice that it is made of two types of stone. And that is because the bottom part was made 80 years before they added the top part. So the most interesting thing when you, when you go to St. Paul's Cathedral is that the stone of the building is made of two different stones. And that is because the top part and the bottom part were made 80 years apart. There's a phrase that's very popular in Melbourne, Australia. It says, meet me under the clocks. And that is because there are popular, it's a popular location that has clocks. And that is a primary meeting place for business and etc. They have two big wall clocks at Flinders Station. And that is a train station. So Flinders Street Station has two big wall clocks. And it's a very popular meeting spot in Melbourne, Australia. And if you visit there and you're waiting on family to join you, uh, that is a popular destination. And it's easy to find because it's two big clocks. So the phrase, meet me under the clocks, is very popular in Melbourne, Australia. 
Melbourne, Australia, actually has lights on the... Oh, here's what I found. This is pretty cool. What they did was they found out that so many people were walking around looking down at their cell phone that they actually light up the crosswalk with with the signals on the wall. I'll give you an example. If you're looking down at your cell phone and the crosswalk turns the color green, Obviously, that means the light is green. You can go. If it turns red, obviously, you got to stop. But they found out that so many people were looking down at their cell phone when they were walking around the streets that they decided to put lights on the ground. So they have actual uh, walking lights on the ground. So if you're looking down at your cell phone, you can see the colors change. And that way, anybody looking at their cell phone is not gonna is gonna have more safety because they can see the lights on the streets. Uh, so as a, uh, all right, Melbourne, Australia is also the fox capital of the world. You probably didn't know this. There is the most amount of loose foxes. That's right, foxes per square foot than any other country in the entire world. So it's very common to see a fox walking around in Melbourne, Australia. A lot of streets in Melbourne, Australia are named after royalty. So it's named after Queen Elizabeth. There's streets named after uh, King Charles, etc. Melbourne was the interim capital of Australia from 1901 to 1927. Now here's something. Now I want to remind you. That if you go to your favorite podcast platform, iHeartRadio, Spotify, this show does very well on Amazon Music. I already did a Fun Facts About Australia show. Today we're focused in on Melbourne because it is considered the foodie capital of the world. But in our Australia show, I gave this fun fact, and this is pretty interesting. The first feature film in history was made in Melbourne, Australia. It was a 60-minute feature film. A feature film is basically a longer-duration film. It's not a short film. It's a feature film. So it was filmed in Melbourne, Australia, and they showed it at a theater on December 26th of 1906. And that was the first feature film in history. Melbourne was the first city outside of North America and Europe, to host the Olympic Games. They hosted the Summer Olympics in 1956. And all of the other hosts of the Olympic Games were either from Europe or North America before that. I'm sure everyone has heard of the black box. This could be the fun fact of the day. Every time you hear about a plane crash, you hear about the black box. Okay? Uh, That is the thing that has all the information when a plane, uh, you know, unfortunately, if a plane crashes, everybody looks for the black box. The famous black box when a plane crashes was invented in Melbourne, Australia. The Australian man who invented the black box invented it in 1953. And the reason he invented the black box, this is pretty interesting is it was inspired by his father dying in a plane crash 19 years earlier. 
So the Australian man who invented the black box, his father died in an airplane crash. And that was the inspiration for creating the black box. Now, you can go on a couple different research sites. And they said that there were militaries working on the invention of a black box. But this guy was the one that came through and finished it up. The tram system in Melbourne, Australia is the largest tram system in the entire world. And they are cur- now this is awesome. They are currently making their tram system to, to be solar powered. I would love to see that. So the tram system in Melbourne, Australia is the largest in the entire world. And they are now working to try to make that solar powered. And that would be really cool. Australia's first electronic traffic lights were installed in Melbourne, Australia in 1928. Now, I want to remind you, just go to my podcast platform. A lot of these fun facts are in my Australia show. The largest travel guide book publisher in the entire world is based out of Melbourne, Australia. The company is called Lonely Planet. And their headquarters is located in Melbourne, Australia. Melbourne, Australia was voted the most livable city in the entire world. This is why it's a great tourist destination. It has been voted most livable city in the entire world seven years in a row. And it has never been outside of the top three. The largest Greek population... And the entire world outside of Greece live in Melbourne, Australia. An estimated 200,000 Greek people live in Melbourne, Australia. In 1880, Melbourne, Australia was considered the richest city in the entire world. And that was because of the gold rush. Melbourne, Australia played a major role in the gold rush. And in 1880... It was considered one of the richest cities in the entire world. More than one-third of the people that live in Melbourne, Australia, were born outside of Australia. The oldest free public library in the entire country of Australia is located in Melbourne, Australia. It is called the State Library of Victoria. Just want to give a quick reminder, I'll be talking about the food in a few minutes. So if you're interested in just hearing about the cuisine, what is sold at restaurants in Melbourne, etc., you can fast forward. The popular singer, Kylie Minogue, I just like saying that word, Kylie Minogue, was born in Melbourne, Australia. The oldest theme park in the entire country of Australia is located in Melbourne. Now, we talked about Flinders Street Station earlier. That is the train station that has the two famous clocks. And it's very common for people to meet up with other people under the clocks because it's a very easy location to find. It is Australia's busiest train station. So it's the busiest train station in the entire country. From 1915 
1966. I kind of found this fascinating. All of the pubs in Melbourne, Australia, were forced to close at 6 p.m. So before 1966, for 51 years, if you had a pub in Melbourne, Australia, the government made you close at 6 p.m. Obviously, today it's a totally different story. Uh, one of the reasons that Melbourne, Australia is one of the top foodie destinations is there's a lot of bars and nightlife. Uh, but before 1966, from 1915 to 1966, the pubs would close at 6 p.m. Check this out. This kind of surprised me. There was a time when women were so discriminated against and they were considered second-class citizens that they weren't outside of their homes long enough to use a public restroom. Now, this is I'm going to explain that. I'm going to take the script away. Now, right, here's what happened. There was a time when women pretty much stayed at home and took care of the children and cleaned the house. So, there was no need for there to be a public restroom for women. But during the gold rush, Melbourne, Australia, wanted to brag about the money they were bringing in. And just as a, as a, bragger, a bragging thing, they created women's public restrooms. Uh, but at that time, and this is how far we have come. But women used to not be out of the house long enough to use a public restroom. So all the public restrooms were for men. But just to flex and to show off their wealth, uh, Melbourne, Australia built public restrooms for women, even though they, it was not necessary. And they did that to show off their wealth during the gold rush. Art Deco and Gold Rush architecture are the two types of artistry that you'll find when you walk around Melbourne, Australia. Now, everyone can relate to this. Foster's beer is by far the most popular beer from Australia. And that originated in Melbourne, Australia. Two out of three of the tallest buildings in the entire country of Australia are located in Melbourne. Melbourne is also known as the sports capital of Australia. And that is because it hosts international sporting events every year. And it is the only... Now, this I found fascinating. It is the only city in the entire world that has sporting facilities for five international sports. I found that fascinating. It's the only city in the world that has stadium sports facilities uh, for five different sport, international sports. The largest seated theater in all of the country of Australia is located in Melbourne. Now, some of you may know this, a lot of you may not. Street art is huge in Melbourne. And when you walk the streets of Melbourne, you're going to find a ton of street artists. And there are actual lots, actually lots of people from all over the world that go to Melbourne, Australia to street paint.
and people consider Melbourne, Australia to be the street painter's capital of the world. Melbourne also has the largest open-air street market in the entire Southern Hemisphere. It is called the Queen Victoria Street Market. It is one of the most popular places to visit in Melbourne. The Melbourne Airport is the second busiest airport in the entire country of Australia. Now, everyone knows the Australian Football League, but did you know that that football league was invented in Melbourne in 1896? If anybody is a fan of the rock band Men at Work, and you know the song uh, Land Down Under that they sing, in the song they talk about Vegemite Sandwich. Well, the famous Vegemite is a spread that is... Uh, significant in Australia. It's a, it's a bread, it's a spread. And Melbourne produces 22 million jars of Vegemite every year. And uh, it's a food item that is a spread for sandwiches. But most importantly, Melbourne, Australia produces 22 million jars of Vegemite Every year. That is that is a lot. The Yarra River, located in Melbourne, is considered one of the cleanest rivers in the entire world. Once again, we go back to it. I don't know why I didn't put all these facts in, the, in a row, but we're going to go back to it. The clocks at Findler, uh, Flinders Station, which we mentioned three times already. <laughs> Uh, used to have to be changed manually. So they would actually have to get a clock expert to change the clocks at Flinders Station manually. And that took a lot of skill and a lot of time. But in the old days, somebody used to have to change the times manually. And they would have to get experts that knew how they how to do it. And like I told you earlier, the main streets in Australia are extra wide. However, the back streets, the back alleyways, uh, used to be used to dump trash. So at one time, uh, the main streets of Australia, which they still are today, were huge. But the back alleyways used to be a place where people would dump their trash. So what Australia, what Melbourne did was they fixed up the back alleyways, okay? And now you can, uh, you can go through the back alleys of Melbourne, and you can find a lot of great restaurants and cafes. So if you're traveling to Melbourne, Australia, or if this show inspired you to do so, keep in mind, do not just look at the front of the restaurants. Go to the back alley. There's a lot of hidden gems, uh, restaurants and cafes in the back alleys in Melbourne. Melbourne, Australia is one of the best cities in the world for the theater. So if you're a foodie who likes to go to the theater, uh, that's your spot. And that was ranked by travel agents. They consider Melbourne as one of the top destinations in the world for foodies and one of the top places to visit if you love the theater. All right. A lot of Broadway plays go from Broadway in New York 
two London, and then the third spot is usually uh, Melbourne. I bet you didn't know that. Now, as I have said many times, I do not like 60-minute shows. I, I fall asleep after the 35th minute. So let's start talking about uh, the food. We're going to get into the food soon. Melbourne, Australia was one of the first cities in the world to mandate the eight-hour workday. And that started a global movement in 1856. So they were one of the first cities in the world to mandate an eight-hour workday. And that became a global global movement in 18, I keep saying 19, 1856. All right. Uh, the cuisine, fish and chips. Everyone knows fish and chips. It's a delicious uh, meal. Fish and chips are just as popular in Melbourne, Australia, as they are in London, England. And there are many restaurants in Melbourne where you can get a very delicious fish and chips. There are more eateries, cafes, and restaurants per capita in Melbourne, Australia than there are anywhere else in the entire world. So that's one of the reasons that the world travelers and the travel agents consider Melbourne one of the top foodie spots in the world. It's because there are more eateries, cafes, and restaurants per capita. I want to make sure I say that, per capita, in Melbourne than any other place in the world. Besides English, over 100 languages are spoken in Melbourne. Now, here's something, and this is why people love this show. Here's a fact you're not going to hear on any other travel show. Putting the phrase, no questions asked, and a reward given is actually illegal when you put an ad in Melbourne. So say somebody stole your watch. You cannot advertise that you will have no questions asked and you will be given a reward publicly. That is against the law. So you can't put that particular phrase, no questions asked, and a reward will be given. It's, you can't do that in a, public, uh, in a public ad. I must tell you, I, I've never covered a city in the entire world that has this many facts as Melbourne. Uh, I just, I just, I, the, I, I found out so much fun stuff about Melbourne. Uh, I couldn't believe it. So now I keep telling you, it's a foodie destination, one of the top foodie destinations in the world. Let's talk. Let's start with the facts. Melbourne, Australia, has over thirty-five hundred restaurants. With cuisines from 70 different countries. So now we're going to talk about the food. So if you decided to fast forward the show, stop here because we're going to talk about the food from this point forward. The Melbourne Food and Wine Festival is the largest festival of its kind in the entire world. On a daily basis, Melbourne imports enough coffee to make 3 million cups of coffee a day. So think about that. Just let that sink in. On a daily basis, Melbourne, Australia imports enough coffee to make 3 million cups a day. 
The volume of Melbourne's coffee bean imports is up a staggering 780% over the last decade. The largest open-air market, as we have already mentioned in this program, is located in Melbourne, Australia. And over 2,000 farmers sell their produce there every month. Wow, 2,000 farmers sell their produce at the the open-air market. Every month. Uh, Wood-eaten larvae are eaten by indigenous Australians. So you'll see crazy stuff like that in certain spots. A burger that is popular on the menus of the restaurants in Melbourne, Australia, are served with a beetroot. That's right, you heard me. Beetroot on top. That actually sounds pretty good. So a lot of the restaurants that you go to in Melbourne will have burgers on the menu that are served with a beetroot on top of the burger. Lamb roast. Lamb roast and meat pies are the most popular things on the menus at the restaurants in Melbourne. The meat pies actually sound pretty good. I was looking at what they're made of. But lamb roast is very popular also. Chicken parmesan. I was shocked to find out that Melbourne, Australia, chicken parmesan is huge. I was uh, many, many uh, research shows that chicken parm is a very popular uh, meal in Melbourne. Uh, pepper, salt and pepper calamari, and what the Australians call fairy bread, are also very popular items on the menus in the restaurants of Melbourne. And one of the reasons that Melbourne is considered one of the top foodie destinations in the entire world is because they have so many varieties of restaurants. And some uh, and some people actually call Melbourne, Australia, the top foodie destination in the entire world. There's an estimated over 2,000 coffee shops in Melbourne. Wow. 2,000 coffee shops. There is an estimated 2,840 bars and restaurants in Melbourne. 2,840 bars and restaurants in Melbourne. It has world-class restaurants and eight McDonald's. You can also find clubs in Melbourne, Australia that go until the sun comes up. So there are clubs in this day and age in Melbourne that go on until the sun comes up. Kentucky Fried Chicken has been in Melbourne, Australia since 1968. The bars and clubs in Melbourne, Australia close at either 1 a.m., 4 a.m., or some are open 24 hours. Melbourne, Australia is only second to Paris as the world's most popular dating scene. How about that? Second to Paris when it comes to dating. The government of Melbourne, Australia also collects money Because people need a permit to carry certain foods into the country. McDonald's opened in Melbourne, Australia in 1973. There is a total ban on smoking in restaurants and clubs in Melbourne, Australia. The drinking age, I was surprised to see this. The drinking age in Melbourne, Australia is just 18. The basic meals at restaurants in Melbourne, Australia will run you about 15 to 20 bucks. American dollars. If you're traveling to Melbourne, Australia, Farmer's Daughter is the most recommended restaurant in Melbourne. 
DeGrave Street, as we mentioned earlier, is the most famous alleyway for cafes and restaurants. Remember I told you the back alleys are very popular? DeGrave Street is the most popular uh, uh, back alley. And like I said, we covered Melbourne, Australia today because it is considered the foodie capital of the world. So if you enjoyed today's program, go to your favorite podcast platform, iHeartRadio. Spotify, Pandora Radio, uh, every single podcast platform carries my show. All you got to do is go and search for Learn About World Cuisine and subscribe to the show. If you subscribe to the show, you're never going to miss an episode. This show does very well on Amazon Music, so I recommend Amazon Music. Uh, to listen to the show. And keep in mind, every week I take a different part of the world and I give you fun, mind-blowing facts about the section and its cuisine. I have covered every single country in the world. Okay? And And now we're starting to cover individual cities around the world. So once again, if it's Thursday morning, it's time for you to check your favorite podcast platform. For a brand new episode of Learn About World Cuisine, I will talk to everyone next Thursday.